Hey guys, and it's your boy Anthony coming back to you with another episode of Let's Talk NASCAR. And on today's episode, we're talking about this weekend's festivities at the Bristol Motor Speedway, along with the 2023 schedule being released. Now, first off, we're going to get to this 2023 schedule before we get into the interesting stuff, which is the Bristol Motor Speedway. The 2023 schedule, it features some interesting points to the schedule that I want to point out. And one of those being Auto Club Speedway. This is the last race on the two-mile configuration. People are saying we've heard this before, but one, that was during COVID, and two, they're already starting to remove grandstands. Another thing I want to know, I want to talk about, North Wilkesboro will be a host of the All-Star Race, and it was announced that the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, which will be the name, returns to North Wilkesboro for an actual race that will be before the All-Star Race. Another thing we want to talk about, we got the Chicago Street Course. We all know that's on the schedule, but what we didn't know is Xfinity will be there too as they replace IMSA. That's an interesting thing. The Xfinity race, that's going to be a real interesting race, seeing how those guys race on road courses. Indy road course is still there. I really wish that they could run at least one race on the oval. I get that a lot of people feel like the road course is a better way to go. It creates better racing, especially the dive bombs in the turn one on restarts. But I feel like this car, just give it one race on the oval. Just give it one race on the oval. Texas lost the race date as well. So that's something that I want to talk about. That's a track that a lot of people don't like. They're in talks about doing something with the racetrack. I'll be interested to see how that goes. We also have the 10 races in the playoffs. Those stay the same. That's something that people have noticed, talked about. I don't think there really needs to be any change in those last 10 races of the schedule simply because it is, creates a lot of excitement. It creates a lot of excitement. We all see the craziness the shenanigans that happen in the playoffs. We all see all of that. And people just really have to get to noticing that, hey, it's just racing. Playoffs, those last 10 races, they provide the best ratings. And especially with this new car, the 10 races that we have on the last race, have on the schedule, those really will provide interesting races. Now we got Bristol, coming up and then we gotta go to texas and texas is probably going to be the most bland race out of these 10 races another thing i want to talk about is we have a little bit of shuffling in the schedule but nothing too major outside of those changes the coliseum returns we also man my fault my fault child my fault child Hold on, I'm just pulling up my data real quick. I'm pulling up my data real quick. The Xfinity Series, they returned to Sonoma. So we're going to see the Xfinity Series head there after racing at Portland. So this is going to be a little bit of a two-race West Coast swing for the Xfinity Series in the summertime. A lot of people 
were talking about how the Xfinity guys, they didn't really like going to Portland. They didn't like going all the way out there for that race. Well, now they got a two-race swing to make up for it. My personal favorite of the schedule, though, is Worldwide Technology Raceway. That stays on the schedule. So I see NASCAR likes what they saw there. And that's pretty much my take of that's my that's basically the schedule right there. That's all the big changes. I really like what they're doing. Oh, one more thing. The Xfinity series is they lost the Talladega race. They lost the fall Talladega race, so that's something to take note of. But other than that, I like the schedule. A lot of polarity. I like the schedule. The only thing I would say is I wish Indy would go to the Oval one last time. And uh, without further ado, let's head to the Bristol Motor Speedway for this weekend ahead. Now, first off, if you wasn't with us last, if you wasn't watching last night, there was a lot of contact, if you will, between the ARCA race and the, and the truck race. We have Sammy Smith that won the ARCA race. For the truck race, we had um, we had um, Chai Majeski. He's going to go to Phoenix and fight for the championship now. That's just the take of how many races are left in the truck series season. Bristol will be the last race for the Xfinity Series regular season, so this is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting battle for the Xfinity Series, as we have Landon Castle, Ryan Sieg, Sheldon Creed. All those got that's basically the bubble right there. Those are the three guys that have a mathematical chance without winning a race. If you want to talk about guys winning the race, I still think those are the only guys with a mathematical chance. Because the rest of the running order, left the rest of the guys with a chance are Brandon Brown, Anthony Alfredo, Brent Moffitt, Matt Schneider, and Jeff Burden. All those guys are over 100 points back, and they will have to win to make it in. So that's going to be how their scenario is going to go. Sheldon Creed is basically going to have to win to get in, too, because he's... 32 points back. Ryan Sieg is 19 points behind Landon Castle for that final spot. Everybody else is essentially clinched, if you will. And we get to the cup side. This this is where it gets interesting. You have Ross Chet. You have... If you want to be technical, you can get all the way to... I would say Joey Logano, who is 40 points ahead. Not even him. Ryan Blaney, who's 36 points ahead. Those are the guys who have to at least get some points in the first stage to win, to basically lock themselves in. Ryan Blaney and Alex Bowman, on a, if they aren't locked, if they haven't clinched yet, they'll clinch if they get some stage points. From Alex, from Chase Elliott... Chase Elliott to Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, that's seventh through ninth in the standings. They'll have to get probably through the first two stages and stay out of trouble in the last stage. While hoping for maybe a bit of bad luck between guys like Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, and Trace Briscoe. Now, once you get to 10th, 11th, and 12th, the cut line, that's where it gets, that's the bubble right here. 10th place is 6th place above, I mean, 6 points above the cut line. Tyler, Tyler Reddick and Austin Cedric, they're basically tied, and they're 2 points above Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, this is a track that he like, he races good at. He has wins here. 
watch out for him. And this is going to be interesting. Well, Ross Chastain, that's another guy you got to watch out for. Tyler Reddick, this, I wonder how the chemistry of the A team is going to handle throughout the rest of the year because you have Kyle Busch, who's going to be taking over the eight car next year, while Tyler Reddick is going to move to a third seat at RCR before he goes to his new team at 2311 Racing, which there's speculation that they might try to potentially buy out his contract if Kurt Busch doesn't want to go next year. Because the 45 car is cursed as long as he wants to race in it. But you have Kevin Harvick. He almost won this race last year, so you got to watch out for him. Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon, those are the last two drivers that are on the outside looking in. It could really go either way because, once again, this is Bristol. You can get caught up in a wreck, have some mechanical issues, could have a problem on pit road. A lot of things can happen. A lot of things can really happen. You can even pit strategy. Pit strategy can do something as well. Getting into guys on pit road, it's like this is a wild card race. This is a wild card race. People talk about the Roval. Bristol... A lot of things happen at Bristol. But my favorite going into this weekend is Kyle Busch. Because I feel like he could get it done here. He can... I don't think he's going out in the first round. That's what I'll say. I don't think he's going out in the first round. I expect him to score a lot of points and be up there fighting for the win. That is my favorite. But that is this weekend. This is this week's episode of Let's Talk NASCAR Preview. And we'll be back to you with another one soon. Peace.